0: Welcome back. Welcome to another installment of Hilkos Tefillin, where we will learn in, we're up to Simon Lamad Aleph, uh, we're looking at the the laws of wearing Tefillin or not wearing Tefillin on Shabbos and Yontav. Now we know, I think we all know, uh, we don't wear Tefillin on Shabbos and Yontav, but why? Why do we not wear it? And um, what problem is is there if we do wear it? (coughs) Um, So uh, let's see that inside and um, Clarify uh, these points. So the Mechaber of the Shor tells us in Siman in Sif Aleph, Siman Lamad Aleph, Sif Aleph, Shabbos and Yontiv are Tfilin. It's ossa prohibited to put Tefillin on on Shabbos and Yontav. Why? Because um, because actually, well, <laughs> both Tefillin and Shabbos and Yontiv are an oath. Um, so Shabbos and Yontiv are considered an oath, a sign relationship between Hashem and the Jewish people. The im manichim Bahem ois acher, and if we would place on um, on them, um, would wear at that time a different, have, have display a different ois, ois That would then be um, a, a zilzul. It would cheapen and <coughs> denigrate uh, the ois, the, the the significance of the relationship of Shabbos and Yontem to the Jewish people. Says the Mishnah Bura, in Seif Aleph, Yontiv. So not only Shabbos, also Yontiv. There's an Eis, Nomi Um And this also includes not just Yontiv. We you know in Israel, the, the one day Yontiv in Chuzlaritz, um we'll have, we have a second day. Um, that's also included within within Yontiv, and therefore one doesn't wear twin on the second day either. The D'edon Ben for those in Chutzlaretz, in those who live outside of Israel. In base, osa is prohibited to put on twillin on those days. But even to even to to move tillin around on Yontif and Shabbat is 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 a problem. It's not allowed. There are those that say. And here, the Mishnah Berurah is introducing an opinion. So it's it's not clear cut. Um, there is this opinion, and it's strong though. It's strong that Yesho the it's also to move them. If they're considered muktzah. Um, <clears throat> um, and we're going to see the Bir HaLochah soon that discusses a bit further. If not for their, the, the needs of themselves or their place. Um, uh, they would have the status in terms of muksa. then. Um, Tefillin has the same status as a Kli Shemalachto a vessel, um, an item that uh, has a prohibited purpose. But for such an item, um, one can move it on Shabbos or Yontuv uh, for its own needs or the needs of the place. So you have a, um, I don't know, a, a, um, a phone, a phone on a table, on a table. So you need the table to eat from. So you can pick the phone up and move it to somewhere else um, because that's a Kalisha Malach to You can't use the phone on Shabbos, obviously, but you need the place it occupies. So that, um, so the same with tefillin. You can move the tefillin out of the way if you need the place that, uh, where it rests on. Um, and um, also there are those that say that it needs of so you're protecting them from getting stolen or um, to prevent them from falling. One can also move them from place to place. <coughs> the and in, in a, a, a full circumstance one can be lenient on this. tells us to see the on this. And what we find there is very interesting because he, he brings that the the um the core of this din, the, the the root of this law is derived from Simon uh, Shin Ches, um where the Ramor says there um that uh, that tefillin actually are, have a malach to It's a klimat shem um, melach to It's permissible. Um, however, and therefore, is, that would open up all possibilities of it being mutter to, to move around on, on Shabbos and Yontav, certainly. But however, the Magen Avraham, and Taz, they are completely at wonder at this opinion of the Ramor, um, um, especially as the and um clearly Paschalans like the Zohar, that is also to move them um and um and we should we should be we should prohibit the movement of the tefillin because uh, of being muxa, muxa but it does seem to be that um this ramor um <coughs> has a following in in amongst the posthum as well so even though the morgan avraham and the taza are heavyweights in terms of, of Halacha, there are others that, that um feel that a lenient, more lenient approach can be taken when it comes to tefillin in terms of uh, moving them and in Bir HaLochah, the, the, the Mishnah Buruh explains um, that it's the whole issue is dependent on, um, he says, the toloi im mm-hmm. osin hanachasa tefillin of Shabbos liyontuv, shalom mitzvah. It's dependent on whether we say putting on the tefillin on Shabbos niyontuv, not for the sake of the mitzvah. Because if you think about it, the, the tefillin are only an os, and only a sign. Which, which causes a problem in Shabbos and Yontav because of the, the status of the mitzvah item. But if they're just put on, not for the sake of the mitzvah, but perhaps they're a garment, they can be treated like a garment, therefore they're not, and they're not for the sake of the mitzvah, therefore there's no problem of ois. Um, there's not a problem of it being a sign and therefore coming into conflict with the sign of Shabbos and Yontav. Um, and in cases them the the ber ha masha shen no we and we bring later from the gra that that holds um in his commentary um that uh, that the putting on on shabbas neontiv um one second um That he, he said the girl said that even putting on tefillin for the sake of the mitzvah on Shabbos and um that even midrabanon is only um, it's not it's not a problem to put them on on Shabbos and for the vonder going. So based on um, with that there's a support, um, that that the vonder is only very mekal about this. Imkay me'mela who gamkay in kame kilein Therefore, um, also in the matter of moving them on Shabbos, the Vilna Goen would be Makel. So um, that so that creates a leniency, Bishasad uh, Dachak, says the the and the Mishnah Berurah. <coughs> However, from the the, the stated position of the Shulchan um, they the muksa, you can't move them. Um, <coughs> says them, says um, the <coughs> excuse me says the mission Brewer Seif and Gimel, shehain asmon ois that Shabbos themselves are a sign. It's a sign between Hashem and the Jewish people. How do we know this? Because the pasuk says ki Right, it's a sign between myself and between you. Yontev gamkem mikre'os. Yontev is also called an ois. The mitzrayim ksev Ois. When it comes to talking about pesach of egypt, it says it's a sign. Hukshu kol hashem emor. And all of the mo'adim, all of the festivals, are likened to pesach, as we find in parshas emor. So just as pesach has, uh, is linked to the concept of an ois, so all of the mo'adim oy your Tovim also considered a sign. But the problem is if we have an ois acher, we have another sign which um, uh, tefillin would bring that would cause a conflict. And where do we know this from? It says in the Mishnah, in terms of Tevilin, because it's written with regards to tefillin, that it will be for you a sign upon your hand. And therefore it would be a zilzel. It would be a cheapening and disgrace to... The sign of Shabbos and Yontav, if a person would wear them, says the Mishnah Brewer, Sif, Koth, and Hei, Begam um, Oiv love Lav, the Baal There's also a further issue here. Wearing them on Shabbos and Yontavit, if we're prohibited from doing so, and a person wears them for the sake of the mitzvah, he's now transgressed the avail of adding to a mitzvah. nichom the Mitzvah, that's where he, he, but it's specifically where he's put it on for the sake of the mitzvah. The, um, Mitzvah, but if he's putting them on not for the sake of a mitzvah, That therefore negates, gets around the problem Tosef The Gam Zilzo Ainbo, and therefore there's also no problem Zilzo. Zilz. This is what we were saying earlier. There's no Zilzo of an oisk. There's no. There's he's not, he's not doing a mitzvah, and, and he's not created an oath to be Mazzalzo in the oath of Shabbos and Yom unless he did it in open public that's also in the rabbon and then with their bonen rabbinically it would be prohibited from to do that the yishmach merin bagol gavna and those are um strict in, in all cases in lo shemu on shemu nochim the bezoyen if not, that um that's a placement in a spatial position could go in and mostly to finim peshabas with sodah that he finally finds twillin on shabbas in the field mutan levosh locham nach nisum the era derach malbosch then he could put them on, So on Shabbos, he's in the field, he sees his pair of tefillin somehow lying there, he, can, he picks them up out of the disgrace of lying in the dirt, puts them on and wears them, he wear them back into the city by way of clothing. Gamosh is by the Kham Simon uh, Shin Aleph, as we see later in the Simon Shin Aleph. Base in the Shulchanoruch, now the, the, the hotly disputed topic of wearing tefillin on Chalamoed, the intermediate days of Yontov. So Bahalamoid says <laughs> in the Shokanorah Gamkain Ossa Lahaniak Tvillin the it's ossa to where Tfillin on Chalamoid. We had Tam Hazebatsmo um for the for the very same reason. She mea chalomoeid gamhaim os because the days of chalomoid are also considered a sign. So you, you, if the days of chalomoid are a sign, you can't put the sign of fillin' at the same time. However, the Ramor takes a different view. V'yeish Omrim, says the Ramor, she'chalamoed chayiv b'tfilin. No, not only is it muta, but one's obligated to put tfilin on. v'chein nahagim b'chol geliloys elu. And such is the custom in all of our provinces. hanichom b'moed, to put them on the chalamoed, u'levorech aleihem. Not only that, but to make a brocha on them. Elo she'en mevorechim aleihem v'chol rom. But we do not make a brocha l'moed. Um, loudly but base kinesis um in in shul like we would do in the rest of the days of the year so we do it somewhat um but you know somewhat privately we'll see what the mission brewer uh brings other that will um although they say that normative for us to yes to wear to fill in outside of israel um although the chasidim don't but uh for um uh, uh, non-chassidim as is a the naughty practice is to wear them. Um, we tend not to make a brocha where we say soffek brochas the hock Since there's a dispute over this, we don't make the brochas uh, on tefillin. Um, let's see that inside. Um, and obviously Sephardim who follow the Shulchanoruch um, as opposed to Ramor will not wear them either. Um, even in the it says the Mishnaburah in Cotton Vav. Um so gam Haim Oes. Also that um uh Khalamoid is considered a sign. Um the pesach achidas matzah uba sukkha ishiva sukkha. On pesach it's eating the matzah, and sukkha it's, a sitting, in su- and sukkah, it's a sitting in the sukkah it's the sitting in the sukkha um that create the sign. Vayesh omrim. Um, and the the, 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 second opinion, which is brought by the Ramor holds. Um, it's not a full of where it's permitted to do malocha, to do work. So therefore, um, there is no, no real ois, which is, which is biblical. Um, um, or, or rather, um, one, one can, um, so one can do uh, one can do work on with certain parameters, but um, that therefore does not mean that it has that full oath of a, a Yontav or a Shabbos, certainly, um, and therefore one should wear tefillin according to that opinion. In Psifqotn Zayin, LaHanicham ben to put tefillin on during chalamoid, moed, that's what we do. Bechalitas <coughs> tefillin, tzorech lioz, bechala when do we then take off the Tefillin on Chalamoid? Well, that's before we get to Hallel. V'achshav no'egu, and now, we, no, V'achshav no'egu ezo an'oshim, the Salkan Acha Kedusha, the shmone Shmona Esrei. And nowadays, uh, there are those people that are accustomed to remove the Tefillin after the Kedusha of the Shmona Esrei, Um, whom we call Mokom, um, so even though it might be permitted to take them off earlier than before Hallel, if one does, one must be very careful to have intent to listen to the, to the repetition of the tfil, uh, repetition, repetition of Shmoneh Esrei um, and not lose concentration. And parenthetically, we, we hear from here the importance of listening carefully to the repetition of the Shabona Esrei. Um, in fact, in, in, in some time off yet, but we'll see the repetition in some ways actually is more important than the, sh- the quiet, the, the individual um, saying of the Shemona Esri. So one must be particular to listen to the Chazan or the Shleuch Sibol repeat the Shemona Esri. S'if Ches. But um, we, we do not make a brocha with a full voice uh, since the ramosh She'en v'chulei. perish because there are those that put them on and those that don't put them on or those that don't make the bracha one should make a brocha but quietly it's always important whatever we do not to generate disagreement and argument therefore one makes the bracha if one makes the bracha makes it quietly not so people shouldn't get upset and bring people to, to disagreement and mach locus. The base kinesis, one shouldn't walk in the street with them to shul uh, the, the later post-him agree to the opinion of the taz, um, that actually it's preferable to put them on without a brocha. Because the brocha in a don't way, don't prevent the problems of the mitzvah, the sopik brochas and therefore, because of doubt, we are more lenient with brochas and so refrain from saying them. And that's strengthened by the fact that the Vilna Goen said that the opinion of the, um, of the Ramon in this does not have a, a root in, in Shas, in Talmud. Um, not, but not even notwithstanding that, even if you follow stringently, there are more. Then even still, and don't put on tefillin. But um, when, uh, one can be machmir and um, therefore, and therefore, not make them unnecessarily. So <coughs> here's a piece of advice. Because of this, there is this doubt whether whether whether, different opinion as to whether one should put tefillin or not during cholam the mishnah office offers us some advice bedaito. Put it before on before one puts on twilin, he should think in his in his head, in his mind, ani if I am obligated ani then what I'm doing now is with the intent of fulfilling the mitzvah. if I'm not obligated in putting t'filin on during chalamaid, the shay mitzvah, then I'm I'm not now putting them on for the sake of the mitzvah. And in this he fulfills all opinions. Because even those who hold that the Chalamoid is not a time for Tbilin, he hasn't transgressed the problem of Baal Tosif, of adding to a mitzvah. Because he's not had any intent to perform a certain mitzvah at this point. Cause course, in shall and then certainly he's not caused any um, any disgrace or cheapening to the ois of Chalumayid. Does As we saw earlier, it's only a zilzol in, in the ois if the intent is to do the mitzvah, and he's not intended to do a mitzvah here. What what about the Tiferet Tam? What what's the what do we do with that on Khalamoid? On but in the reign of Tam, the rebellion tfillin, Ain Lohonikom Khalamoid, one should nobody should put them on, on Halamoid. Od Kosuhachron, that the the Achrim further write on this. The Ain Lochon shabase kinesis achas khthosom yoniko tfillin ktosom and lo Yonicho. What we want to avoid, and it's not correct, that in a, in any one shul or based or or, or based madridge that some people put on and some people don't. Um, why? There may be a problem of splitting into parties here and, and uh, not everyone doing, following a similar sort of way in, in, in one base. So, so um, what, what this points to here is a sensitivity that, again, we don't want to have split, be split in different, into different groups. Um, and cause mach locus. So one needs to be very careful um, as to uh, how what one practices, what one does during Chalamoid in shuls where um, pe- people do different things, and people do do different things these days. Uh, people travel a lot more between Eretz Yisrael and Huslar and <coughs> people hold to their minhagim very strongly. Um, and we'll see in a minute what uh, the, the mission was about minhagim. And somebody that does not put on his tefillin on Kol this mispalo based medrash and he daven in the place in the base medrash where they do put on tefillin. So really, a person should put tefillin on in that shawl, that base medrash, but without a brocha. tfilin um, and tefillin, and a congregation, a community that are accustomed to wear tefillin, ein lahem they should not change their, their minhag. Um, but of course, the question is: if somebody relocates, they make aliyah, they go from Kuzlarech where they put on tefillin, and they go to Eretz well where nobody wears tefillin during a What should they do? Can they change their minhag? So the shlomo um, the, Orbach, uh, um, that's rights, uh, brought in the additional in note that certainly, if the person's changing and going to live in, in the new place in their soil permanently um then um he does not need to wear tefillin um but if he wants to then he could put on his tefillin in private but without a brocha. Um and he should make a condition that if the halach is like the those who obligate obligated to fill in, then he's um um he's putting them on for the sake of the mitzvah and if and if there's no obligation then he's just wearing them for the sake of clothing alone. That concludes Suman Aleph, and now we turn to a very long simon simon lamad base lave in some way the heart of tefillin <coughs> has um, 42 sefim. In fact, 52 nun <laughs> base, 52 um, um We're going to make a start today, and we're going to deal with the writing of tefillin. So the parchment, the writing, of the parchments for tefillin. Shocheronov says as follows: Mitzvah's tefillin she arba poshe arba pasheos. There are four sections for parshas that are written in the Tilin. What are they? Shahein Kadeshli Bh the Kadishli Bhobchor ad lemodo Miyomim Yomimo that section. Second Vhoyoki Y when the 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 parsha says Vahor Ad Ki bokhosek Yad Hosyor Hashem is that's number two. Number three Ubapasha's Shema and from the Pasha Shema itself Ad uvisharecho. That's the third parasha that needs to be written. Uparshes vohoyo im ad al From the parsha of vohoyo im um, until al the, There are more ads here, but the One, these need to be written in the very order in which we find them in the Torah. Lichtov that's what it says to write them um, first in the in the, in, in the primacy in the Torah and how they how they uh, what comes first in the Torah and if they're written in a different order apostle then they are apostle and ideally you should really write the title of the yad, the partial of the yad first before the because it was, as we'll see uh, the yad always precedes the Rosh, it's written Kushartum Lo Sayudho, voyudothos Bay Necho. The the hand comes for before the eyes. The let's turn then to the Mishnah Bura. The Mishnah Bura says in Sif kotn Alaf Pasha Shema Butrachlichtov Dalud de Echod Echhod Kolkach Gedola." We need to write so when the word Shemar is written in Pash the Dalad is written um larger as it were, four very small Dalads The size of four small dallods. Now, this is an ideal thing, but um, says the the note um, that uh, if if if, a, if the Dalad wasn't written very large, then it'd still be okay. But it's an ideal thing to make it large. So that's the Morgaine Avraham. it says that we should write it in, in, in four times its size. It says the, the further. We don't really measure. Exactly from how a, a Dalad is in in, in But any anything anything which would approximate four very small Dalads would be sufficient. And therefore, really the custom is to write just a larger a larger Dalad than one would find in the in, in the rest of the his uh, the written passages there. So uh, they have to be written. So that's only. The, there are more. They have to be written in the order in which they appear in the Torah. Call parshios bain says says the mishnah Call Parsho's bain yad bain mishael rosh. We're talking about all the parshas all the sections, whether from the, the hand to fill in or the head to fill in. But has there in this order. How do we never have to? They have to be written in that order because the positive says v'rohu ha'yu ha'davorim that these that these should be the words and the khazaal dostad by have they have to be as they are the word you is taken to be this is the way they must be in, in the order the courtage canonically is ohi mit and how much more so for this very reason that you should be careful she had kul part gufo nihtav nihtav ask sidra that shlo yigashabo avido us that that the, each portion itself has to be written in order and that there should not even be one letter that's missing. Um, because there's no possibility afterwards to, uh, to insert it. If you missed a letter, you can't go then back and, and rewrite it in somehow uh, afterwards because that would then be not in the right order. The Dirish note also explains that it's not not even um, it's, it's it goes further than that that even if all the letters are there but but there's a um, one of the letters has, has lost its form you can't re- really see it as a letter anymore then and you can't go back and fix that so whilst you know to to, to, to maybe put in a big extra color as it were um, uh, or to fix up something one could do for twillian uh, if a letter has completely lost its form then one couldn't reinsert a letter afterwards because it would be uh, should shalok sidon not in the right order. See if cotton dalin Mishnah Bura um that if they are not written in the right order, then the the uh um the tefillin will be possible. Um then that's what the Mishnah Burr says. Hainu at tefillin shanasu meosa parshas the tefillin made of those pars will be possible. Aval Partios asmon lo nifsulu but it doesn't mean to say that the the parshas themselves are intrinsically possible. So, so therefore, what does that mean? Could go in hisher lichtov the parshas vohoy vohoyo emi If if the um, he started to write the the last parsha, yuchol letzarif leze parshas <coughs> kadesh. Um, mitvel he could then join that with the Pasha of um, Kadesh. Um, if, um, if it was known for sure that those Parshas written, were written before this one. So you can take a parsha that was written at a certain time and it could be inserted into the order of other parshas if you know that those were written before this one. So the, it's in time this was still written after the ones that, that came before it. But it. Because if not so, then then we would uh, any in, in which is a biblical we are l'chumra and we wouldn't use it. And this is this is so true at the time of writing that they, that they were done in order but afterwards, um, one of the earlier parshas um, became possible. This battle, called Then, then it follows that all of the parshas afterwards become unusable. In seyruh mi parshas gam hadin and joining up uh, parshas um, from different places uh, would also follow this law. So is the, what the, the halo is pointing to here is the extreme importance of writing in order um, that the parches themselves don't become possible in and of themselves as long as they could be used theoretically. If we find other parches that were written, definitely written before, um, and, they, the, and this one would follow the order in which they were written. Hey, um, and we should put on the uh, shell, we should write the the departments of the Shalyad first before the Rosh, before the head tefillin. should to muktam the Posseh, because the, the arm tefillin is mentioned earlier in the posse V'eishwem and hevach. And the elders say, no, you should do the other way around. You should do the head tefillin first. M'ayimifnei shal Rosh. Kedushoso chamurah mi shal Yad. We've learned this before, that the sanctity of the Shal Rosh is greater than that of the Shalyad. We, uh, we follow the position of the there are more above that we do this, we write the Shalyad first. But uh, after the fact, then um, there's no great particular, not particular about this. the HaKavonos, the Ariza writes in the Sefer We should write all of the Parshas um, of the Shalyad and the Sharosh join up together. Um, so there should not be a break in writing all of them. There should be no speech interrupting the writing of all of them. And see what the Shari Shiva writes on this, um, who goes into a lot of detail about um, the qualifications of a, uh, of a sofa and a, of a um, doing things properly. Um, there is some disagreement, though, here as to whether what's meant is or whether all eight partias from the fourth from the shell Yad and the fourth from shell Roche have to be written in one, in one fell swoop without, without an interruption of speech or just the, the four partias of the shell Yad have to be written together and then the four partias of the shell Roche together. Um, but there can be a gap between the Yad and the Roche. But uh, that's the uh, result. And we'll stop at this point and reconvene next time. Thank you all for joining.